Good morning and welcome back to Faith FM's breakfast show. You're listening to 87.6, 87.8 and 88 FM on your positively different morning with Mon and Lawson. Lawson, I'm so glad to be back on air right mm-hmm. now because it means you can stop telling me lame jokes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I thought <laughs> so, you liked my jokes. Mm, <laughs> in, in, between, in between our segments, dear listeners... <laughs> While the songs are playing, Lawson like forces me to listen to his super lame jokes. Tell them the one you just told me about the cow. Oh, okay, yeah. This is this is a pretty common one, but knock knock. Who's there? Interrupting cow. Interrupting cow. <laughs> See? That's a terrible joke. He's so pleased with himself. <laughs> This is what I have to put up with. Somebody save me. Ouch. Ouch. (laughs) I'm kidding. Uh, Let us go back to the quiz, actually, Mm -hmm. because we have a a wonderful quiz. um, And uh, I think, are we a clue behind? Or we'll see how we go. But give us the next clue for the quiz. Okay. Again, this is a who am I quiz. And the next clue is, I am named after a god. That name was Belteshazzar. Ooh, Ooh. that's getting really easy now. Yeah, I, I feel like if you don't, if you haven't got it down now, then yeah, you should read your Bible. Yeah, maybe read the Bible more. So this was a person, um, <clears throat> and don't call us up and tell us that the answer is Belteshazzar or Belshazzar, whatever it was. What is Belteshazzar? Belteshazzar, and uh, because that's not the name we're looking for. So mm-hmm. this person did have two names, and mm-hmm. Belshazzar was the Belteshazzar. Belteshazzar did it again. Belshazzar was a different dude. But yeah, he was the naughty guy with the writing on the wall. Yeah, Belteshazzar was the name given to this guy after he was um, taken from his hometown, captured as a captive, mm-hmm. and uh, <clears throat> and was given a different name. A bit often a bit like the way. Um, um, you know, people come to English-speaking countries from mm. Asian-speaking countries, and they yeah. take on like an English name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I mean, it's not forced upon them like the way mm. Belteshazzar was forced upon this person. But yeah, yeah. Well, I, I have a few Asian friends, and yeah, it's like Linda and Ellen, and they're like actual their Korean names like Jie and that, that yeah. kind of thing. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. So. so yeah, similar thing that happened here. He was in a different land, so they gave him a name in a different language. Mm. So yeah, if you know what his original name was, we are looking for his Hebrew name. Give us a call. Another clue there. He's a Hebrew oh, boy. Mm. He's, a he, he's a Hebrew boy. He's Ooh. a Hebrew boy. Yeah, yeah. Give us a call. 1-800-FAITH-FM. 1-800-324-843 if you think you know the answer. I can't tell you how nervous I am now about talking about the quiz knowing that I've, I've stumbled and given it away in the past. <laughs> I'm like, quick, Mon, change the subject so you don't tell the answer to everybody. <laughs> anyway, we are going to get back into our encounter with God. So this week we have oh, one of the most delightful Bible study topics that, mm. that ever could be, uh, that being the second coming of Jesus Christ. And um, it's such a heartening study. Yesterday we looked at the prophecy in the book of Daniel, chapter 2. Mm. Uh, it's like the ABC of Bible prophecy, I yeah. guess you could say, the one, two, three, the ABC. The fundamental. The fundamental, the building block. And uh, it's a simple to understand Bible study. And, uh, and Lawson, you did a great job of taking us through that. And... Um, and showing us how the Bible, you know, God predicted uh, mm. through this dream that he gave to King Nebuchadnezzar, uh, this dream um, showing all the different nations that were to come, with these world powers, you know, mm. the Greece, uh, Media Persia, Rome, um, starting, of course, with Babylon, mm. and working their way down through history 
um, coming all the way to the end times where we have the, the feet of iron and clay mm. and, uh, and then showing this rock that struck the image and, of course, all those, all those different metals in that image and that statue re- representative of these, um, of these nations and showing how the rock was the mm. second coming of Jesus and then he establishes his own kingdom, a spiritual kingdom. You know, we saw that the rock was cut without human hands, so therefore mm. indicating it was a spiritual uh, miraculous event. So we can see that this prophecy is prophesying the coming of Christ. Mm. So the Bible speaks quite a bit about the second coming, and, um, and that's a little, little quick rehash there. And now we're going to have a look at long-term prospects. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, what are we looking forward to here? Well. Yeah, what's the go? What's the go with the second coming? Why is this so amazing? Mm. Hey, what do you want to do when you get to heaven? I know they ask this all the time to kids. Oh, classic. Yeah. yeah. What do I want to do when I get to heaven? I think there would be a lot of amazing people to meet. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the Bible does say that, you know, I has not seen nor ear has heard the things of heaven. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't know what heaven looks like. So I think it'd be pretty beyond our imagination. You yeah. think of amazing things to... Like, oh, imagine if I could fly, you know. Uh, oh, yeah. Imagine if I could dive off, you know, 100-meter uh-huh. cliffs uh-huh. And, and stuff and be fine, you know. Imagine imagine if I can, you know, spend time with angels and stuff. We don't even, like, uh, heaven might be so far beyond our even knowledge of what would be fun and good to do on earth mm-hmm. that, like, there would be something up there that, that's even better than those amazing things. Yeah, absolutely. But I think probably the thing I'm looking forward to the most is it's definitely the food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, if you're not stoked for heavenly food, like... Yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> I totally thought you were going to say something like meeting Jesus, but that's food. <laughs> I want food. <laughs> but, you know, it, it is actually a really good topic to ask kids. We mm. run into some kids, ask them what they want to do when they get to heaven. When I was a kid, I always used to tell people that I wanted to slide down a giraffe neck <laughs> and, uh, and land in a, um, in a shower that was being created by an elephant with his trunk. Dude, there's yeah. some Jungle basically, Book business I know, right? There. I know. Like basically play around with African animals. But now that I've gotten a bit older and the thought of elephant snot doesn't quite appeal <laughs> to me, <laughs> what I would like to do is actually yeah, travel to all different kinds of, you know, different realms, different um, mm. planets and meet yeah. people like other, other, other than humans, other than homo sapiens. Dude. And just see what all the other crea- creations that God has made. I mm. think that's, you know, as a traveler – would not heaven be just the best promise ever? Mm. You know, to have this this door open to unlimited travel to uh, just it just blows my mind that there's more than one planet that we can explore. Oh, it's crazy! You know, I think we've both done a little bit of traveling. I, mm-hmm. I've been through Europe, and I think you've you've done that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are some amazing places over there. You yeah. know, there's some awesome historical buildings, some amazing spots. Um my sister actually, my sister and my mum, I mentioned this before, but they're they're travelling at the moment. They're in Capri mm-hmm. and like it's such a beautiful place. Mm-hmm. But then then Absolutely. you've got heaven. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Capri is amazing because it's this wonderful scenery with all these historic buildings and the water and everything. But you've got heaven, a place that's totally made by God. Yeah, you know, it gives a, a, a description to sort of bring us down to bring it down to our realm in the Bible in Revelation. It says, you know, it's got streets of gold and you know gates with you know the pillars looking like jasper and and all these different amazing stones like like this is nothing like we have 
on mm. earth. It, like, you know, Capri has all these multicolored, cool looking buildings. And, but then, like, heaven is, like, literally yeah. oh, just incredible. It, it also, it also, like, thrills me to think, you know, I don't think we even have any idea really about how just the landscape itself would look. Because if you think about mm. it, our earth has been ravaged by, yeah. ravaged by the flood. And uh, and you think of a a landscape that hasn't that isn't like flood damaged and you know has you know earthquakes and all different other kinds of natural disasters. Mm. It's it, it, I I can't I can't fathom in my mind what that's going to look like. Yeah, a place that's not damaged, it's not polluted, it's it's perfect. It's just perfection from the moment it was created until now. That's yeah, that's so gnarly. Hey, because mm-hmm. like I said, you know. Like, I think Capri is super be- beautiful, not only for its scenery, but for its, you know, architecture and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But then there there are some truly stunning places on Earth. You know, the natural, you know, forests and waterfalls and, and mm. all these things. I, I remember you know, traveling to, to New Zealand when I was really young. I think I would have been like seven or eight. Mm-hmm. And just, yeah, I remember we went on a bus tour Um and just looking out the windows and you're seeing these amazing mountains and waterfalls and all these kinds of things. But you got to imagine, like, this is a, a sinful world. Yeah. Like, we're living on a world, you know, that's been corrupted by sin and that has been ravished by the flood, you know, uh, mm-hmm. plus all the curses that God put on the earth after, yeah. you know, Cain yeah. killed Abel mm-hmm. and sin came into the earth and all these different things. But man, heaven, yeah. like a place that's sinless and uncorrupted. Do you, think, do you think the other planets, the other worlds and, and races that God has created, do you think that they've, um, similar to us, have created like, you know how like on planet Earth you can travel around to different countries and each country has like, has its own culture and mm. its own idiosyncrasies. Do you think like in other planets they'll be they have the same where pockets of difference exist or do they all just be like one culture per planet? Yeah, I think... I, Look again. This is this is hypo- <laughs> this is very no hypothetical. <laughs> you know, the Bible the Bible tells us as much as we need to be saved. Um, uh-huh. But yeah, oh, give us a call if you want to share with us what you're looking forward to. One eight hundred Faith FM. We'd love to hear it. You're listening to Faith FM, positively different radio. Okay, we're having fun dreaming up what heaven might be like, <laughs> but I think we need to get to the Bible study. Okay, let's read. Uh, do you want to read for us Titus chapter yes, 2, Yes, I can. 13. I pre-turned there because I had a little bit of trouble fumbling through my Bible yesterday. <laughs> so I'm already here. In uh, Titus 2.13, the Bible says, Looking for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Mine, mine's a little bit different. Let me read mine. Mine says, While we look forward with hope to that wonderful day when the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, will be revealed. Mm. So the question, of course, is what great hope do we have and why? Well, I think, you know, we've talked about how amazing and, and beautiful, you know, we could dream up heaven mm. to be. But probably the most amazing thing about heaven was the sacrifice mm. and the work that God actually put in to get us there. Yeah, absolutely. Like... You know, Jesus, it's just an incredible, like, there is a reason why Jesus is the most well-known historical figure around the around the world, um, because he is just, you know, when you look at Jesus, all you can say is God is love, mm. you know, with what Jesus was willing to do. Um, God himself, you know, to come down as a man and live a perfectly sinless life, healing, teaching, 
guiding people to, 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 you know, not only was he living a sinless life, but he was inspiring and blessing others constantly. Uh, he truly, like, is the, the, the definition of putting others before himself. You know, to then be persecuted in the way that he was, to die the death that he did, like, it's the most horrible, terrible death with all levels of abuse, you know, to be stripped naked in front of a crowd and beaten up and your beard's pulled out and you get lashed, you know, uh, nearly 80 times, all these different things that happen. And then, you know, to, to have to carry a cross up to the top of a hill and be hung on it. It's, you know, the reason why the second coming is so special is because, you know, God went through all of that. Jesus went through all of that so that we could have the opportunity to go to heaven with him. You know, it says, looking for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. As much as God is God and he created heaven, you know, to be so beautiful and amazing, he's also the Savior. He's also the route to to get us there. Mm -hmm. It's it's through through Jesus. It's actually a beautiful um, verse in 1 Timothy chapter 2. It says, for we have one mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus, who um, paid a ransom for all. It's like Jesus, you know, is the way. And that's that's where we have our hope. You know, that's why we're looking forward so much to his appearing because he, man, he, you know, there's a there's a song, there's a nice hymn. It says, Jesus paid it all. Yeah. Jesus truly paid it all. Jesus mm-hmm. truly mm-hmm. made the sacrifice to get us there. It's incredible. And that is the best thing about heaven is heaven really is a close, undiluted relationship with God. Yeah. Finally be in touch with him, you mm. know, not just through prayer, but, you know, in person, one-on-one. It's, I guess it's a bit like, you know, having a long-distance relationship and writing love letters and sending mm. messages and emails and then finally being able to see that person in person and, you know, being with them together and that's, you know, that's going to be the most beautiful thing about heaven. I did want to touch on a little bit about how um, – what we talked about at the beginning of this study uh, on there on Monday when we did talk about origins. And mm. so I have a little story here. Uh, it's about a lecturer um, who was describing his beliefs about the origins of our universe. And he said that, you know, 13 billion years ago, an infinitely dense, tiny mass popped out of nothing and that mass exploded. And from that explosion, our universe came into existence. And just how this infinitely dense, tiny mass could just pop out of nothing, the lecturer didn't say, of course. He just assumed by faith that it did. And, uh, and so, you know, we, as, we, as we did mention at the beginning of the week, our, in our origins is where we find our endings. Mm. And this is why, you know, according to this lecturer, our endings aren't too hopeful, really, if you think yeah. about it. Yeah. At least in the long run. Um, you know, the universe created from this, you know, this infinitely dense tiny mass is doomed to be eventual extinction extinction really mm. along with you know all that is in it and which includes humanity of course that's mm. like if, if that's what we believe how we started then we know that we're doomed to just be wiped out extinction every single one of us man it's so depressing it absolutely is like you, you know talking about in you know in our uh, in our beginnings is our endings you know yeah. it says this tiny mass popped out of nothing mm-hmm. you know if if we believe this then it's we came from nothing and we're, and we're going to nothing the the, the common term ashes to ashes you know we came from nothing and going to nothing it's not it's not very hopeful. It's not very inspiring. Yeah. And I think it's a, it's a worldview. You know, Australia is a very secular p- place. It is. And it's growing, growing more and more mm-hmm. to be that way. And I think 
partly, and I just know this from my personal experience, partly, you know, the reason why we have such a, a depression and a mm, epidemic absolutely. is because of this understanding that really, you know, we just came from nothing. We're here it's, it's and just, we're going to nothing. It's one of another like, like endless reasons why evolution is just a hopeless lie because, you know, and I mean hopeless, not as in like the lie is so ridiculous. Hopeless as in like it gives you no hope. Mm. Like why would you want to even want to believe something like that? Um, you know, that, that doesn't give you any promise for the future. Mm. And so no wonder that, you know, depression and anxiety is so high when we just think, oh, I guess the only thing that's left for our, you know, for our species, mm. for our, for our um, you know, uh, my children and my children's children and my children's children, children is, is extinction. Um, you know, you know, and in contrast, the biblical concept of our origins is is not only so much more logical than this view, but also so much more hopeful. It's just mm. it's just drenched in hope. Mm. Um, I think that's one of the, in my opinion, one of the best uh, pluses for the Christian walk, the Christian life is is the hope that it gives. Mm. Um, you know, thanks to thanks to the God of origins, of course. You know, our long term prospects are, are actually really good. They're very good, in fact. Uh, we have we have so much more to be hopeful for in the future, and of course, this rope, this hope, all rests on the promise of Jesus' second coming. Oh, oh, for sure. Without it's- without creation, you can't have a second coming. You know, with evolution, there is no second coming. Mm. It's just we just keep going on. It just keeps going on, and people keep dying, and yep. people keep getting born, and and I think people can are realizing now, and they can see now that the the, the way the world is going, the rate at which we're going, mm. we really are destroying this planet and everything on it. And people know that we can't keep existing like this. You know, so many scientists say now this is going to be wiped out in the next twenty five years. That'll be wiped out. This will be wiped out. Humans can't continue to exist the way they have. Mm. Um, on the planet for much longer. Yeah, and it's actually super interesting. Something I've seen a trend recently popping up is that a lot of people have become actually deniers of global warming. If if you haven't seen this, it's quite incredible because we, we have such so much evidence. Mm. We have so much evidence to believe in, in global warming, uh, you know, and like, yeah, we're putting in a lot of Why effort. Why do you think that is? I think, you know, it's... It's in in turn like because there is no hope in that model of evolution, I think again to take the step that, oh, we're going to destroy the earth and eventually become extinct. Uh-huh. It's so overwhelmingly morbid. Yeah. I think it's fear. Yeah. I think they're so scared of it. They, they, don't, they don't understand a solution. They don't see a solution. Mm. It's just such a terrifying thought for them that they refuse to believe it. Like they block it out of their mind. They're like, yeah. nah. There oh, is no such thing as climate change uh, because if we are, you know, facing climate change then and we don't have the hope of Jesus, then we have no hope whatsoever. We have nothing. Yeah, you, you exactly. Ha- you have nothing. Yeah. So I, I, I definitely believe that people who don't believe in climate change, I think it's less of a logical um, driven uh, belief as it is an emotive one, mm. and um, which is, you know, which is, which is human nature to believe something em- emotionally um, – based and then try and use logic to make it real so mm. yeah and that is sad but uh let's have a look at another verse yeah sure uh second timothy chapter four verses six to eight oh i wasn't ready for this one <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when you don't use a real turn your page kind of bible because you're using like a a scroll phone, through yeah, with your thumb kind of bible through. no actually 
you know, I started off, I was just reading a, a regular Bible, um, a book Bible, but I don't know, the phone, it's just, it's just easy. I'm just mm-hmm. lazy. Mm-hmm. But anyway, 2 Timothy 4, verses 6 to 8 uh, says, For I am already being poured out as a drink offering, and the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought the good fight, I have finished the race, I have kept the faith. Finally, there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, uh, the righteous judge, uh, will give to me on that day. We'll get back after this song.
So we just read a bit of a, a strange verse there about pouring oneself out. Mm. Did I mm. read it again? Yeah, I'll yeah, read it again. 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 6 to 8. Man, we keep getting cut off by the music. And I think it's just because, like, we just love talking about heaven. We, we really do. We, it's just the bomb. Like, yeah. heaven's just great. And it's the perfect topic for a positively different radio show. Oh, it is. And we just keep trying to stretch it out. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shell keeps coming in with the bangers again and, like, cutting us <laughs> off. But it's okay. It's okay. I'll read that one again. Um, Paul says in Timothy... Um, the second series, sorry, chapter four and verse six, he says, for I am already being poured out as a drink offering and the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race and I have kept the faith. Finally, there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge will give to me on that day. And not to me only, but also to all who have loved his appearing. What on earth is Paul talking about? I mean, you just said it was Paul that, it's Paul that wrote this. What on earth is he talking about? I think, you know, he's talking about being poured out as a drink offering. Um, you know, it's, it goes along with this, this Christian understand, like understanding that, you know, being saved mm-hmm. and being a Christian means having a relationship with God. Mm. And just as you have a relationship with a person, you make a commitment to them and you promise to be with them. You promise to do things for them. You promise to, to yeah, adhere to each other's standards. And basically what Paul is saying here, I, I think for, for me, and I, th- I think it's pretty clear that he is willing to be, you know, he's willing to give himself to God. He's willing to make that commitment. Whatever God wants him to do, he's, he's willing to do. So he's offering his entire life um, and he, his motivations for, for doing all things that to, to God so that he can be used by him. Mm. And it's, man, it's it's just the essence of faith right there. Absolutely. And, and what is it saying that he's putting his hope in? It says uh, he's he's putting his hope in, you know, the, the you know, the, the righteousness that, that God has, the, the, the coming yeah, of like the a, Lord. The prize. The, yeah. The, this crown that has been laid, laid aside for him, like it's, Oh, it's just, it's just yeah, amazing. Yeah, I think it's important. To, I mean, like, yeah, sure. I mean, although Paul, he is soon to be executed here, you know, he does live yeah, well. in assurance of salvation and the hope of Christ's return, mm. which is something we all can have, um, which Paul here calls like his appearing. You know, that's that's the second coming. And, uh, and a crown of righteousness awaits him. And it's important to know it's certainly not his own righteousness there. It's, mm. it's the righteousness of Jesus. Yeah. Um, you know, and this is, this is a, you know, this is... Um, and Paul knows this and he knows his hope and the promise of the second coming uh, rests on Jesus and Jesus' righteousness and what Jesus did for him and not what he did for himself at all. And uh, and so, yeah, so regardless of like his his immediate circumstances, mm. um, you know, which are not looking that great, they're pretty mm. grim at the moment. Um, so he's in jail. He's waiting to be executed. Um, he knows that his, his long-term prospects – they're very good, mm. and and you know, and that is because he's looking at the big picture. He's not focusing only on the immediate situation, which is a really great lesson for us to learn. Because we mm. are in a in a pretty grim situation here at you know the end of time. We've been talking about you know climate change and the the way the world is going, and you know if. I mean, it doesn't take much these days to look at the news or any any media portal and realize that the world is 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 going to hell in a handbasket right now. Yeah. For sure, I think 
something that, that Paul touches on, and I think you touched on a little bit, is, you know, that, that hope that we have in, in heaven. Probably one of the most asked questions, even by atheists, you know, if, if you're a complete atheist subconsciously, you know, if, even if you completely hate God, anyone would love to go to heaven. Mm. For sure. Anyone would love to be in heaven. And if they um, if they knew this God that we know, this God of love, they'd love to spend time in heaven mm-hmm. with, with him. Unfortunately, they, they haven't come to that point where they have that understanding yet. But it's often a question, okay, if there's a heaven, how how do I get there? How do I get there? And you yeah. said something really interesting and important that it's not because of our righteousness. Yeah, no. Um you know, the crown of righteousness that we, we receive is because of Christ. Um, our ability to get to heaven, the option to get to heaven was completely given to us by Christ. There's actually you know, a famous verse in the Bible, you know, it's not by my works lest I should boast. Um, it just highlights the fact that, again, coming back to this relationship, it's not about being the perfect person. It's not about, you know, like looking good to other people it's about having that relationship with christ and if if you do have that earnest relationship with christ he will change your life we believe in a in a god that that works absolutely he will change your life he will change your taste i can personally attest to this mm-hmm. that before i was a christian you know i was a drinker i was doing all these things that i shouldn't have been doing and i remember as i started to make those decisions to follow god like thinking to myself, oh man, like how am I going to give this up? How am I going to live this life that I perceive that these other Christian people and the Bible describes to live? Mm. Um, and honestly, it's just the power of God. It like is. God wants us to get mm. to heaven and that's why he, you know, he promises that we'll have the Holy Spirit in our lives when we when we follow him. Like he, he wants us to get to heaven so bad that, you know, he's willing to come down and, and help us in situations and, and just transform us so we can get there. You know, it's it's amazing. I think often we can adopt the idea of like God is like, oh, if you got to heaven, that's good. But if you didn't, uh, sucked in, like that sucks. But man, God wants us to get to heaven so bad. And, you know, he's made every provision for us to be able yeah. to choose that. That's his business. Jesus is in the business of getting people into heaven. Exactly. That, that's, that's his MO. Amazing. That's and his aim. That's, that's what he's up to. Even for us as humans, <laughs> as Christians, like... You know, our number one job, and I, if you have a think about this logically, the, deso- the, the decision, sorry, to, to choose heaven is the ultimate life or death decision. Mm. Because if you choose Jesus and go to heaven, that's eternal life. And if you don't choose Jesus and you, you know, be blotted out from the universe, that's eternal death. Mm-hmm. So ultimately, our job here as Christians and God's job until, you know, Jesus' return is ultimately to get people to choose to make a decision mm-hmm. to be able to present that to them. And I think it's, man, it's such a blessing as a human to be a part of God's work in that sense. I've been working in churches for the last year and yeah, just to be a part of that, that process of reaching out to the community so we can bless people and try and get them to heaven. Like, 
you know, try and show them a God of love that wants them to be in heaven. Like it's, it's amazing. Yeah. And, you know, we were talking about heaven a bit earlier today, like as if we were kids, you know, yeah, and uh, having that joy about it. But, but the promise of heaven is one of the sweetest hope bringers mm. to your life. Yeah. So, you know, if, you, if you're feeling hopeless, if you're feeling, you know, dejected and depressed and like there might not be that much left, um, or, you know, on this planet for mm. you, just think about the hope of the hope of heaven mm-hmm. um, that Jesus promises for us. <clears throat> so, you know, if we want to have a look at Paul, right? Yeah. And the way that Paul has lived his last few hours here, mm. he's in prison. He's about to be executed, and he's clinging to this hope, this hope of heaven. Like he puts everything, he puts his entire life. Mm on that promise he hinges it on that promise how much of your life are you hinging on that promise <laughs> oh boy it's a big question it's, it's a confronting question as well you know it is a big question it's a confronting question like yeah. i think it's something that needs to be at the forefront of our mind like what are we willing to give yeah to- it's a question we all need to ask ourselves mm. you know maybe don't you don't need to t- call me up and tell me just ask yourself how much of your life are you hinging on god's promise and you know trusting that what god said is true and that he will take us to heaven if we just mm. ask him to thanks for joining us this is chris wyth with O freedom oh freedom oh freedom Oh, freedom over me And before I'd be a slave I'd be buried in my grave And go home to my Lord and be free No more weeping No more weeping No more weeping over me Term hurt, unresolved conflict, you know, it can be dealt with. 
If you want to break the cycle and start living a more forgiving life, Forgive to Live is a program designed to help us all improve our lives and be more forgiving. Don't let it eat away at you anymore. If you're keen to discover the power of forgiveness, why don't you take that first step and head to forgivetolive.org.au. King of kings, we name before you, Father. Appealing, asking for peace in the rest of the country. Lord of Lords, we name before you, Father. Appealing, asking for peace in the rest of the country. Our Father, our Father, we are asking for peace in the world. Our Father, our Father, we are asking for peace in the world. Our Father, our Father, we are asking for peace in the world. Our Father, our Father, we are asking for peace in the world. Reveal yourself, reveal yourself. Reveal yourself, reveal yourself. Reveal yourself, reveal from heaven. Because we are directing to you, to you, to Almighty. We are directing to you forever, Almighty. The sun, rise and set. Set and set, rise and set, forever Almighty. Your promise, our Father, said, Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God, I will strengthen thee. Yea, I will help thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with my right hand of my righteousness. Reveal yourself, reveal yourself, Almighty. Reveal yourself, reveal yourself, reveal yourself, Almighty. Reveal yourself, reveal yourself, reveal from heaven. Reveal yourself, Almighty. Reveal yourself. Reveal yourself, reveal from her. Reveal yourself, mighty. Reveal yourself, rise and set forever, mighty. Reveal yourself, rise and set forever, mighty. Reveal yourself, rise and set forever, mighty. Reveal yourself, reveal yourself, mighty. Because we are directing to you forever, Almighty. Because we are directing to you forever, Almighty. Reveal yourself, reveal yourself, Almighty. Because we are directing to you forever, Almighty. Because we are directing to you forever, Almighty. Reveal yourself. Reveal yourself, Almighty. Reveal yourself. Reveal yourself, Almighty. Because we are directing to you forever, Almighty. Because we are directing to you forever, Almighty. Ta na 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 na, ta na na na, ta na na na, ta na na na. 
yourself, reveal yourself, reveal yourself, reveal yourself, reveal from heaven. Oh, yes! <laughs> Love that song! Do you know, that that was Lady Smith back by Munzo and they were my like my favourite band when I was a kid. In fact, I remember being a teenager and walking into Sandy Music and asking them for a Lady Smith Black Bang Bumzo album and then being all mm-hmm. confused, being like, don't you want like Spice Girls or Madonna? And I'm like, no, I want Lady Smith Black Bum So Unfortunately, I couldn't afford it because I had to do a special order and it was so expensive. So yeah. never actually owned one of the albums, but was my all-time fave. For anyway, sure. amazing music this morning. Let's do another quick two quiz. Uh, I'm going I'm to do it for you. Quiz okay, clues. And the last two clues very quickly on this Who Am I quiz. Number number one, it was a practice of mine to pray three times a day. And the last clue, I was thrown into a den of lions. Really easy. Who prayed three right. times a day and who was hanging out in a den of lions? <laughs> Come on, guys. Come, Come on. on. Come 1-800-FAITH-FM is the number. 1-800-324-843. Got a question for you, Lawson. What's the question? We've been talking about heaven all this week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, how do I actually get to heaven? Like, is there a website I can go to to book a ticket? Like, do I need to go? It's like a ticket tech and yeah. Like, well, yeah. well, listen. I don't. You know, Webjet. You know, Travago. Yeah. They're not. They're not going to get you there. <laughs> no. But there is some pretty straightforward advice in the Bible. Really? It, where? It, so, <laughs> the single most famous Bible verse, John three six. In fact, I think we could recite this together. I reckon we could. You ready? Yeah. One, right. two, three. For God, God so loved, loved the world that he who, gave if his, his only, only begotten, begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have, have eternal life. life. Classic. <laughs> Classic John 316. The most famous Bible verse. And it is famous because it's basically the gospel in a nutshell, Mm. isn't it? It's, yeah. Yeah. God God. loved us. (laughs) He loved us so much. He gave us Jesus. Believe in Jesus and you'll have eternal life. Mm. I think the, the important thing with that is like you can make it over simplistic or you can make it over complicated. Honestly, it just comes with reading the rest of the Bible and just understanding, okay, what does this look like for me? How mm. does this apply to my life? You know, joining a faith community, um, living a godly life, you know, renouncing sin, doing all those things. Sure, they're, they're a part of that. But ultimately, it, it comes first from this this faith yeah. and this belief in Jesus. It actually reminds me of an amazing story in the Bible in Acts chapter 16. Do you know that story when Paul and Silas go to Philippi oh, yeah. and they end up in the jail? Mm-hmm. There's another story of, of Paul being persecuted mm-hmm. and it's man it's incredible because you know he's he's in jail and he's there with uh silas and you know this amazing turn of events happen and they ended up ministering to the the keeper of the jail mm. um and he gets to a point where he's going to kill himself because he failed at his job mm-hmm. um and you know he then comes to paul and silas he says what must i do to be saved and, and Paul just hits him with the classic, you know, believe on Jesus Christ and you and your household will be saved. Like, just it just comes down to this this fundamental belief, which I believe, you know, it's an intelligent decision. It comes from researching mm, or whatever. Absolutely. But, you know, if you want to get into Christianity, if you want to see, okay, is is this for me? Mm-hmm. It starts off with, okay, okay is, is Jesus legit? Yeah. Is Jesus legit? Because mm-hmm. that, that is the, the faith. There's the basis of, of all our faith. Absolutely. If you have a question about the Bible, about the Jesus, about the Jesus, the <laughs> about, Jesus. about Jesus, about heaven, give us a call. 1-800-FAITH-FM is our number. It's 1-800-324-843. Mm. We love hearing your questions. It 
any question can be asked. Doesn't matter how dumb you think it is or how heavy you think it is. We will take all of them. And uh, we might even answer it on air for you. Uh, we're going to have a song now. This is Sons of Cora with some 30, uh, sorry, 68. And after that, we're going to be back with our free giveaway. Stay tuned. May God arise And may His foes flee And may His enemies be scattered May God arise And may His foes flee And may His enemies be scattered To Faith FM, we're at the end of our wonderful breakfast show. With our positively different radio here with Mon and Lassan. Like How good was that? Yeah, I love it. I love it. Yeah. I'm gonna make that like my text tone. I'm gonna find a way to crop that into my phone whenever you text Just ask me. That's our producer. Oh, it's gonna Over be amazing. Cool. <laughs> anyway, shout out to Charles Bennett who is listening in Tremere Trim- or someplace in South Australia. G'day, South Australia. You have won the quiz. You got the answer right. The answer, of course, was Daniel. Daniel, Daniel was in the lion's den. Daniel prayed three times a day. Daniel's, uh, what was a Babylonian name, was Belteshazzar. Belteshazzar. He was the guy. Good on you, Charles, for getting that answer right. You have scored the prize, which today is a Soy and Eastern CD album. We'll be sending that to you in the mail. So you've missed out on that one, dear listener, but we're about to give away another one. You don't even have to answer a quiz question for this one. Today's free giveaway is uh, the Melissa Otto album called The Journey Home. Mm. Of course, home being heaven. We've been talking about heaven all this week. So this is a beautiful album, The Journey Home. And it has uh, 15 songs and, and they're all about, you know, journeying back to, back to God, journeying to heaven, um, you know, what it, might like, what it might be to be a citizen of heaven. There's a song here called Citizen and um, it's a beautiful album. If you would like a copy, 
Uh, we're giving this away today. Give us a call, uh, 1-800-FAITH-FM. It's 1-800-324-843. You could even text us the address where you want us to post it to. That's fine. The number is 0491-064-669. Message us through Facebook or Instagram or Twitter as well if that's easier for you. We would love to send this to you free of charge. Lawson, thank you so much for filling in all this week. It's been amazing. I'm I'm so grateful that you were able to come and we've had a great time on radio and God fulfilled your dream there of being on the radio. (laughs) Praise Jesus. And uh, stay tuned tomorrow. Lyle and I will be back after the 7 o'clock news. Woo! Consumers
captivate us Oh Jesus Set our eyes on you Devastate us With your presence Falling down And a rushing river Draws nearer Holy fountain Consume us with you See you.